Hi friends, it's Marilis here today. So if you are building a personal brand or you are thinking, should you build your own personal brand? You certainly want to tune into this episode today with Paul Wheatley, who is a personal brand expert from Brand Builders Group. Hi everybody, it's Marilis and Laura, and we are from Powerful Marketers. If you are a business owner or a marketer with a product or service you believe in, this is the right place for you. Because when it comes to business success, we believe that no one wins alone. We all need to be connected, inspired and supported to grow. Thanks for being here today and let's get started. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Perfect. So, hi listeners. Today we have a guest on the show and we are talking about a super relevant topic, how to build a credible personal brand. So, I am very excited to introduce you to Paul Wheatley. Bob is a personal brand expert and he's from Nashville, Tennessee, and he's also best-selling author of Our Heart's Desire and a former professional athlete. Today, he's a sales director at Brand Builders Group. So Bob, tell us briefly about how you switched from being a professional sport to a personal branding expert. Yeah, well, the, the switch from being a, I was a professional baseball player, the transition from being a pro baseball player to stepping into corporate America was very easy. I just wasn't that good at baseball. So I got <laughs> fired enough times. I, dra I was drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays, played for them for a couple of years. I played for the St. Louis Cardinals, and then I finished my career in independent professional baseball. And so I played for four seasons. And yeah, if I threw baseballs harder, I was a pitcher. If I threw baseballs harder, I would probably still be playing, but uh, that was that was not how the story would end. So transitioned into corporate America, and as far as how I got into the personal branding space specifically, when the pandemic hit in 2020, I started writing very seriously. I've always been a reader. I really enjoy that. I also love stories, and so. I started writing a book. I've basically told the gospel, the story of the Bible through pop culture. So the Dark Knight, the Hunger Games, Saving Private Ryan. I talk about Rachel and Ross in the TV sitcom Friends, all of these mm -hmm. stories. And so I wrote this book. I had a 50,000 word document on my computer and no plan. And so I ended up scheduling a call with this random company called Brand Builders Group. I had heard their podcast. They set up free calls, ended up scheduling a you know free sixty minute consultation. By the end of that call, I was like, "Hey, I I think this is the partner that can make this dream a reality." So I ended up signing with Brand Builders Group as a client, and we're developing the book launch strategy and how do we get it to the market. And then I fell in love with the people to the mm -hmm. point where we were at one of our live workshops. And I pulled my now boss, Rory Vaden. He's a New York Times bestseller. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. He's like the personal brand whiz. So I pulled him aside. I was like, hey, you guys are awesome. I will quit my job if you let me work for you. And they weren't hiring at the time, but it was one of those like, hey, let, let's keep this crazy client of ours in mind. And then two months later, I was employed by Brand Builders Group. So that's how I stepped into the world of personal branding. It really just started as a, I was a client. I had a book, 
didn't really have a plan and I needed some professional help. And then we were off to the races. It's been awesome. This is really incredible and inspiring story because COVID started only three years ago, let's be honest, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I started writing my book in May of 2020. It took mm -hmm. me like two years to have it finished just because mm -hmm. I had so much to learn. I'm now, mm -hmm. I've now started writing my second book and uh, in talking with my literary agent, uh, we have about 60 days to get it done. Okay. So I go from two years to two months. That's just a, a oh big, God. a big learning curve. I've been, I've been really well prepared. Yeah. We can have another episode about that, but <laughs> I wanted to touch for, for a second, um, a brand builders group, because I have worked with them uh, to build my brand as well. And I would say everything, you know, they help you learn and implement is truly impressive. And um, the first time I started as a podcaster was also thanks to their teachings. So greetings to Rory and H.A. Baden from, from here as well. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad. So glad we helped. As far as a personal brand, just to clarify, because there might be someone who's listening to this and you hear the words personal brand and that seems kind of like selfish or mm -hmm. cringy or, oh, well, I don't want to be TikTok famous. I don't want a personal brand. Mm -hmm. And the reality is a personal brand is simply your reputation. It's all it is. It's not TikTok dances and blue check marks and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So literally everyone on the planet has a personal brand because everyone has a reputation. The only question is, are you strategically crafting that reputation? That doesn't mean it's mm -hmm. fake. We're just saying, do you have a game plan around when people ask themselves the question, what do I think about her? Mm -hmm. Are you strategically crafting that answer? Because everyone on the planet has a personal brand. It's up to you to make it what you'd like it to be. Well, thank you for clarifying that. That's very important. The way I see is personal branding is not just about, you know, marketing, but about being your own marketer pretty much, right? This is what yes. you said. Yeah. And uh, it is all about standing up for yourself and also your business to gain those followers and customers respect and confidence, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we have a concept here at Brand Builders Group called She Hands Wall. And basically we're painting a word picture where in any industry, whether it's real estate, finance, life coaching, fitness, there's two kinds of people and there's a wall in between them. So the two kinds of people, very simple, are those who are unknown and those who are known. And if you're on the unknown side of the wall, everything feels like you're pushing. It's, it's a grind. It's, oh, how do I find the next client? I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, staying early, uh, you know, showing up early, leaving late, stuff like that. It's very push. Whereas when you're on the other side of the wall, it's more pull. It's like, it's like you're running downhill. You're not in the cold calling space. People are calling you mm -hmm. and now it's okay. I have to decide which is a good fit for me. I'm now in the yes and no business. So some examples of people who are known, it's gonna be pretty easy for them to come to your mind, right? That's the mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey's of the world. Very well known. She's not in obscurity in obscurity at all. And so the mistake that we make when we're on the unknown side of the wall is we try to peek over that wall and see what, Oh, what is Oprah doing? What is Tony Robbins doing? What is Ed Milet doing? Mm -hmm. And then you look at them, it's well-established 
personal brands, well-established companies. They have a million different things going on, projects. Like, okay, well, if Oprah did it and she has, you know, a television show and a magazine and an email list and she goes on podcasts and she gives keynote speeches and, 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 that does not work for the person who doesn't have the notoriety. So what we teach, again, just thinking of Sheehan's wall, the way that you break through a brick wall is not by taking a sledgehammer and you smack one brick one time like, oh, well, that didn't crumble the wall. Let me try another one. Right. And you just like you're, you're, you're spattering your efforts. What we say is if you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. If you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. So what that means is going back to the word picture, pick one brick on that wall and hammer it over and over and over again. It could be your evergreen course. Mm -hmm. It could be your podcast. It could be your keynote speech. Get really, really good at that. Become known for that. And then once you break through the wall, you could be like the rock and start a tequila company, right? Then, then, it, get, then it gets fun. Then you can start spreading out. So the mistake what people do is when you're initially starting trying to copy somebody who is already known. All of those people, like somebody, I mean, they, they all started somewhere, right? Even Amazon. Amazon sells everything today. They sold books when they started, mm -hmm. right? Books first, everything later. That is a great concept. And uh, I know this is like a basis uh, for brand with a script. And, and I think that is the, the harder piece is to clarify for yourself. What is that one thing you want to be known for, right? So it it is, it is worth it, I know, but it takes time to really understand that. What is that one thing? Yeah, it's really funny for me because I've I've kind of taken my personal brand journey on two sides in that I've been the client, the author, speaker, podcaster, mm -hmm. but then also now I'm, I'm helping people do the same. So every day I'm guiding people through, we call our system, the brand builder journey. There's four phases to it. You start mm -hmm. with your branding. Second step is your marketing. Third step is the selling, like the actual sales tactics. And then the fourth step is the scaling of the business. It's usually a couple mm -hmm. years down the road, but that's how it works. Branding, marketing, selling, scaling. What we see, like the people that call in to us and say, oh man, I'm, I'm so frustrated. My business is good, but it's not great. And I don't know why. Mm -hmm. What has usually happened is they're putting all of their emphasis on phases two and three. They're, they're hiring new marketing coaches. They're learning about funnels. They're trying to build their email list or they're doing some new sales tactic or, you know, oh, I, I need to roll out a course. I need to start a membership site. The problem is not in your marketing. The problem is not in your selling. The problem is almost always in your branding. You are unclear. If you're not clear, your customer won't be, your client won't be. So that's why we roll out that brand builder journey in that order. We have to start with branding. Mm -hmm. What do people think when they think about you? So that first piece, we, we call it finding your brand DNA. It's the most difficult thing. And you've actually been through it yourself, Mary Lee. So you, you know where the finding your brand DNA, it is, it is such a pivotal thing, but people usually skip it because you're not making money doing it. Like you want to do the fun stuff. You want to have new clients. You want to have new podcast listeners. You want to be seeing the business grow. This is the foundation. Mm -hmm. 
You don't live in a foundation, you live on the foundation. So you have to start there. You have to determine on the front end who you are, who you serve, what problem you solve for the world, and how you make money. What is your, what's your monetization strategy? Because if you're doing the Oprah model and you're saying, I'm doing everything, you're gonna be, it's the jack of all trades, master of none. It does not work for the non-Oprahs of the world. And, and you're a con chase, you know, several rabbits, they say. 100%, like, like just an example, and I know you know this, Marilise, literally our first client at Brand Builders Group, client number one was Lewis Howes. Lewis, yeah. So if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of Lewis Howes, it's the School of Greatness podcast. He's a multiple time New York Times bestselling author. He has 500 million downloads on his podcast. So he came to us in 2018. He already had a, a well-established company. He had about 30 million downloads on his podcast. So very respectable. He's very much like, th this is a thing. But he was pulling his hair out. He had 17 revenue streams. This is in 2018. Comes to us and is like, hey, I've kind of built this, this business trap. It's working, but I'm not enjoying my life. What do I need to do? So even with him, somebody with 30 million downloads on his podcast, multi-million dollar business, where do we start? We need to find your brand DNA, who you are, who you serve, what problem you solve, and how you make money. On the how you make money thing, that was one of the biggest things for Lewis, where he went from 17 revenue streams to three. Mm -hmm. So he had to give himself permission to fire himself <laughs> in, in certain areas. It's like, and the podcast at the time, 30 million downloads, he thought it was just like a, a lead driver. It was like a marketing machine. And after spending that time with us, he's like, no, I, I love the podcast. If there was one thing I could do, it would be the podcast. So we're like, okay, well just do that. Like what, why, why not do that? That's what, that's what you want to do. If you need permission from us, like you have it. And so by turning off those 14 other revenue streams, he literally turned off a million dollars in revenue. Like mm -hmm. that's a scary thing. So you see, he's kind of like, you know, he's, he's trimming the fat, so to say, he's like clipping off the dead leaves. And then his podcast goes from 30 million downloads to 500 million. That was all stemming from finding his true brand DNA. And he has a great podcast and he also has a great new book, which I just uh, ordered recently. And I know that you also helped uh, him again <laughs> when launching this book. So Bob, I have asked you to share some key findings from the uh, study today. So let's dive into that. Um, I know Brand Builders Group also did this personal branding study in the States. It was a few years ago, I, I believe. Please share a little bit, a uh, little background on this research with us. Yeah. So obviously we're the, we're the Brand Builders Group. So we believe that personal branding is the way of the future. We believe that's the way the, the 21st century, that's the currency of business today, your reputation. But we didn't want to just have a hunch. So we did a national case study here in the US to actually put numbers to what we believed. And so there was a, <clears throat> there, 
there was a, a number of different things that we found, but just sort of high level key takeaways. And this is weighted to the US census. I'm sure there's, if not a perfect, a very close carryover to Europe, just because we're, we're kind of in a, you know, a global society at mm -hmm. this point. Mm -hmm. So what we found, 74% of Americans are more likely to trust somebody if they have an established personal brand. And so when you hear that, literally three out of four people are saying, yeah, I care about your reputation because this next generation, you have millennials, Gen Z, now it's kind of, it's not the baby boomers anymore that have the purchasing power. It's going to be those next generations. And how did those generations grow up? You meet somebody at a party. What's the first thing you do after they leave? Like if you like them, if you dislike them, if you're curious, you look them up online. Mm -hmm. It's like you find them on Instagram. If it's a business thing, you find them on LinkedIn. Is this person legitimate? That's what you're asking yourself. That's what 74% of Americans are saying. That's how they feel. That's, that's a great number. And I want to make sure our listeners hear that. So we need to take time to build our reputation. So can you advise how? <laughs> yeah, totally. So again, like we said, what is a personal brand? It's just your reputation. So you, mm -hmm. you do already have one. You mm -hmm. do. Now that 74% number is saying literally three out of four people care about what your reputation is. So then developing a strategy around that and to, to answer your question, Marilise, it really has to start with clarity. It does because mm -hmm. at Brand Builders Group, the problem that we solve, the one word problem is obscurity. To be obscure is unseen, unheard, mm -hmm. unknown. It's, it's fuzzy, it's gray area. And that's usually the issue with people that are just starting with their business. They're doing all these different things. They're trying a bunch of stuff and they are not clear. So that's where we always begin with, with the personal brand is getting that clarity on the front so end. We, so we are circling back to brand DNA actually, to have this clarity and focus. Absolutely. Okay. You have to, okay. because, and that, that's another mistake that we see where, and there's nothing wrong with hiring other coaches, a podcast coach, a funnels coach. I literally hired a TikTok coach. I knew nothing about the platform. I hired a TikTok coach while I was working with Brand Builders Group. So I had two coaches at the same time. It's totally fine. What we find is a lot of the times people are hiring people, uh, they're hiring coaches to help them with the micro stuff. Hey, will you help me with my podcast? Will you help me with my book launch? Mm -hmm. Will you help me with my social media hashtags, right? And they don't have the guidance on the brand DNA. They don't have that moment that Lewis Howes had where it's like, oh, this is my business. And so all of that help downstream, and it is helpful. Like it is helpful to have a, a podcast coach 100%. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have your brand DNA set up, some awesome microphone is not going to save you or working on zoom versus Riverside versus some other studio platform is not going to save you, right? You need to know who you are, who you serve, what problem you solve. It, it all starts with the brand DNA. Yeah. Love that. And couldn't agree with you more. So what are the other key findings to continue? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just share two more. So yeah. the, the second thing I'd like to share, we found that 82% of Americans are more likely to trust a business if they can recognize their ownership. 82%. And so what that is saying, again, kind of the transition from 
the baby boomer generation to more of millennials, Gen Z, the millennials grew up looking up those people on LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it might be. So the days of Coca-Cola or IBM or Chevy or Ford, like all these, you know, very big, but sort of nameless, faceless companies, we're kind of going away from that. Like if you look at the companies of today, you like, let, let's just do a, a, a test here. When I say Tesla, I guarantee you think of one man, Elon, Elon. Musk, like immediately, immediately, of course. right? Same thing with Amazon, Jeff Bezos, same thing with mm -hmm. Facebook or Meta, Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. That's kind of that transition is something that we're seeing more and more. And so that 82% number, because I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening to this who say, ah, you know, I, I have a business, I run a, I run a bakery or I, I run a, you know, a real estate firm or, you know, we have a, we have a pottery business or whatever it is. 82% of Americans are more likely to trust your pottery business if they see you if they can recognize you. Cause again, it's your reputation. People want to work with people. People want to trust other human beings. And then the, the third thing that I'll share, 58% of Americans are willing to pay more money or willing to pay a premium if you have an established personal brand. So I'm sorry, I didn't get the number, say it again. 58, 58% of Americans, yep, are willing to pay more money if somebody has an established personal brand. So wow. that would be like, just to draw an illustration, let's say there's an upscale restaurant in town, right? Mm -hmm. But your friend has been there and your friend says, hey, like it's, it's $50 a plate, but this is the best meal I've ever had. You're gonna consider that. It's like, oh, okay, I mean, be best meal I've ever had. That sounds pretty good. What's actually going through your mind? You're doing the reputation equation. Like, Hey, somebody I trust says this place is really, really good. It's more than I'd like to spend for my typical dinner, but yes, I'm in. So 58% of Americans think that way more often than not, like, let's say you're, let's say you're a coach, you have an online coaching program in the States. You know, you, you might have options between, you know, charging $300 a month, $500 a month, a thousand dollars a month for one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you choose to be the thousand dollar a month coach, if your prospects, people that you see that see you online, like oh, you know, thousand dollars, that's it's a lot of money. But I know he's good. I know she's good. Like look at all these testimonials that she has. Look at look at who else they work with. Like look at Brand Builders Group. They work with Lewis Howes, New York Times bestseller. They work with Amy Porterfield, New York Times bestseller. They work with Ed Milet, nine-figure entrepreneur. Okay, I, I don't, I didn't know them before today, but I kind of trust them now. Fifty-eight percent of Americans think that way. So if you're listening to this and you're kind of an upscale offering, if you're kind of high ticket, the personal brand uh, could be the the final thing to help you as far as converting more clients. If people are being asked to pay more, they have to trust you more. That's all that's saying. That is amazing takeaway. I really love those insights. <laughs> so please tell us where can people find you online? Because I know they want to learn more about this uh, study and about how brand builders can help them build their personal brands. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, what Brand Builders Group does, we offer free 60-minute personal brand consultations. So if you want to uh, connect with me or somebody on my team, just go to freebrandcall.com. 
dot com slash bw it's my initials bob wheelie so free brand call dot com slash bw and marilise can we throw that in the show notes for them just we to make will. it just to make we it will. easy awesome <laughs> sure. so yeah if uh if you're curious about uh your personal brand how we could potentially help i'd be glad to connect with you and yeah we we call our clients mission driven messengers so we're a for-profit business. We'll do eight figures this year in 2023. We're only five years old, but money is not the first thing that we're motivated by. Like we want to be with people that are on mission. And we've said this publicly, we only want a thousand clients. Right now we have like 650. So when it comes to the Brand Builders Group, we wanna go a mile deep with our people. If you have a client that wants to change the world in some way, that's the person that we're enthusiastic about working with. So yeah, if you've, if you've taken something from this episode, love to connect. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Marilise. Yeah, thank you. So everybody who are mission-driven, make sure to follow the link on the show notes because it's going to be a great call, I can guarantee you. And um, here, is what, here is a wrap-up for you all to our listeners. Uh, Remember that people work with people rather than companies, and they are willing to pay you more, as Bob just shared here today. So the way I see that is that personal branding is here to stay and will only strengthen with time because people you know uh, who know you and your business will trust you and buy more products and services. So thank you again, Bob, for being here with us today, sharing those great insights. No one wins alone. Be supported, inspired, and connected with our community 24-7. Find the link in the show notes.